Greetings, dears. This is Annette of AnnetteLeonard.com, back with Chronic Wellness. Hang with me here for a minute. I am going to take you on a long, convoluted thought train <laughs> that culminates with gratitude. Uh, so if you are someone who has never experienced any form of discrimination or othering on the basis of your identity for something you could not control, then maybe you can't relate to this at all. However, if you have experienced any form of othering or oppression or discrimination, discrimination because of your race, your gender, your sexual orientation, your gender identity, your gender expression, your religion perhaps, um, your country of origin, your ethnicity. So many of these factors. <laughs> From my own personal experience, I can speak to at least a few of these. Growing up in Texas, in the late 70s and early 80s as a family with children that were mixed race, I know firsthand what overt racism felt like at that time. And then we moved north where things were much more integrated and Racism was still pretty overt, but we had much more options and opportunities for our family to find other blended families and other uh, congregations and neighborhoods and places where we could fit in. And then I moved to the Northwest where racism is more subverted, is less overt, is uh, more under the radar and harder to parse. And then I'm going to contrast that with my experience um, having lived through the 90s and early 2000s in Oregon where we have a very malleable constitution and therefore we had something like 12 anti-gay ballot measures in the span of maybe 16 years and what that meant was we were fighting in a near continuous stream of measures for our dignity our worth our equality and the dividing lines became very clear and what was horrible about that was to be faced in a daily way with messages of homophobia and and fear and misinformation about what it means to be queer and what was miraculous about having that long stretch of time where we were having continuous testing 
of these values is you know who's with you. And I'll say the same thing about racism in Texas in my experience living in a relatively small place, we were in Bryan College Station, is you knew who your friends were. And it was so painful to discover who wasn't with you and to have rocks thrown at you on your walk home or to have horribly racist things said to you or your siblings on the playground. But the people who came to your aid, the people who defended you, the people who sat next to you in church um, mattered. And I think I've found the same to be true around my chronic illness. And I wonder what your experience is of that. That yes, when I got sick and in the years that followed, my friendship circle shrank tremendously and my list of acquaintances diminished to almost nothing. And part of what I miss in my daily life are those casual acquaintances, you know, the, the people I didn't know well, but that I was delighted to pass in the hallway of my work infrequently and know a little bit about their lives, but not enough that we ever exchanged phone numbers, but I may never see again. You know, my life was enriched by those contacts in ways that I'll never recoup. And the people who have hung in, the ones who are still showing up, the friends who, when they get an email asking if they'll give me a ride, or they'll make us a meal, or who live far away and have sent cards or put money toward a Grubhub gift card, or who have remembered us in meaningful ways. I'm humbled by their fortitude and their willingness to say, how are you feeling today, Annette? And still listen to the answer when I feel like a broken record or like I'm complaining or as though everybody might have, might have gotten tired of listening to this answer. And so for you in your life, do you have a few people about whom that's still true? Do you still have a broad community? I acknowledge how much privilege I have in the fact that there are still a pretty wide circle of extended family and friends and local friends who are still with me and for me and what wind that is in my flagging sails, what undeniably beautiful gifts 
are brought into my life and my perspective and my worldview. For those of you watching, I hope that you are graced with some of these relationships too. And sometimes knowing who's for you is as important as knowing who's not. And I hope that you know who's for you and that there are people for you. And that even though we may not know each other well, even though our threads of connection are virtual, you'll count me among those people because I am for you. And as scary as these illnesses and chronic pain and twisting in the wind of the isolation that illness brings, you are not alone. You are as near to me as reaching out. And if you're feeling afraid and lonely, I hope that you will. I am for you. And I can say that because I am backed by so many people who have stood with and for me. I love you. And until we're together again, be well.